brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Howdy, y'all. Hey. Oh, God, that hurt me to say that. I'm not Southern. Sorry, I can't even She's pretend. She's very Southern. No. Incredibly. I We've adopted not. you. No, you have not. No. Southern Pennsylvania. I'm not even that dude. That's rude. That's fighting words. That is fighting words. <laughs> Okay, welcome everyone. Hi, hello. Make yourself Hi. comfortable. Hello. Make sure you got Hi. a beverage or two, and Seven. maybe a notepad for notes. Earplugs. No earplugs. Sorry. People like listening to us. At least two of us. <laughs> I mean, two people like listening to us. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> welcome to another sub segment where really good beer meets very questionable radio. With me today at the table is good old boy Dave. Chicks dig me because I rarely wear underwear. And when I do, it's usually something unusual. <laughs> yeah. Wow. He's always got something that weird to say, might folks. might be the weirdest one yet. Was that stripes? Okay. Silk good, stripes? Good call. Good call. <laughs> okay. Good old boy Kendall. Thanks for being here. Yeah, I'm starting to wonder if I should have showed up or not. Hey, Mosley, oh, gosh. <laughs> kind of glad I've got uh, Kendall in between me and Dave. I, yeah, you're at the other end of the table. Good for you. Speaking of which, that's good old boy Drew. Hi, good old boy Drew. Wow. And Stay over there, Dave. <laughs> yeah, I think For you. now. And good old boy, Timmy. Yeah, it is great to be on the other side of the table, but I still don't think we're safe. I'm not. No one nothing? is safe. Yeah, <laughs> trying to go to I've got it. stuff, yeah, but I didn't think for you later. had it in you. Yeah. No one is safe. What's the matter, Colonel Sanders? Chicken? <laughs> well done. Yes, very well done. It's the only way I like my chicken. Good. Good to know. Well, today's brewery is yet another brewery takeover. Ha! Um, we got Haw River Farmhouse Ales in the house here from Saxapahi. Saxophone. Saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been waiting awesome. to do that? Since we started uh, planning the show. <laughs> yeah, that one got me. That's that awesome. Before we get started, though, with Hall River, um, this Suds episode is brought to you by... Sip Suds and Smokes, the video game. Now you can play as your favorite good old boy or gal and try to collect all the good things in life. Build up your collection of beer, wine, spirits, or cigars as you buy, trade, and steal from those around you. Play with your friends or do like good old boy Tim and just play with yourself. It's Sip Suds and Smokes, the video game. Download it free on iTunes or in the Google Play Store. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. 
Well, good boy Dave, why don't you tell us a little bit about Haw River Farmhouse Ales? All right. It's the... <clears throat> Sorry. We're right in the center of town, Saxima, Paul, uh, in the dye building at the old... Well, she... Dixie Yarns Cotton Mill. Yeah, Dixie Yarns Cotton Mill, folks. It's Saxima, Paul. Over yonder. Sex 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 the perfect mesh of Belgian style brewing and Southern Carolina charm. Really? Uh, we're in the heart of Saxapahaw, just around the corner from the Hall River Ballroom. I've got to go there. The Eddie Pub and the Saxapahaw General Store, where Saxapahavians <laughs> gather for food, drink, <laughs> and good conversation. I never thought I'd get that. Saxapahaw. <laughs> Choosing our location, there was no other choice. <laughs> Our 3,000 square feet of space houses a 10-barrel system with lots of extras. It's just big enough to keep up with demand, but nimble enough to let us do more creative things with hops, malt, different yeast, and tons of fresh local ingredients. Supported by friends in our farmhand exchange program. Thank you so much for that, good old boy, Dave. That was rough, dude. Yeah, I, I can see beer. the sweat <laughs> building up on your brow. Anyways, good old boy, Kendall, can you honor us with telling us about this crazy, cool flight today? We have seven wonderful beers from the Hall River Farmhouse Ales, and we'll be discussing the Meal Fleur, the Regent's Rye Triple, St. Benedict's Breakfast Double, the Rusted Plow Farmhouse Saison, Newland's Original Belgian Oatmeal Pale, Sunhands Summer Golden, and Communal Table Beer. Very good. Very, very good. nice. Yes. That was well played. That, that was very well played. Well, good old boy Drew. Oh, wait. We're going to change this up. Good old boy Timmy. Do you mind doing us the Suds ratings? With okay. your best Belgian Carolina... <laughs> voice <laughs> here we go no <laughs> <laughs> we'll be discussing and rating these beers with these suds ratings plus our signature belching sounds and here are the ratings now one that sucks give me anything but a bud two was that a belch Three, ah, what a relief. Four, a body should really not make that sound. And five, listen to that hang time, give me another. Wow, that just seems to go on and on and on sometimes. And on. Well, Tim is, is kind of boring to listen to, but... Oh, give me that. Give me another. I don't mean... that hang time. <laughs> is it because the choirs of angels come before the, the end? Yeah, this is, and yes. that they should be at the end? Becoming is a that real why? point of controversy. <laughs> there may be some well great upheaval in the Sudge ratings coming up at but, some point. But it's all about that belch, and the fifth belch really is better than the It's got hang time. It's got hang time. It does. Definitely. Okay. All right. Well, let's get on to the beer. So the first one that we're going to talk about, and even, okay, before I go into that, 
The website, I think, is a really cool website. It is really cool. People need to look at the website. It's it's really cool. And then the packaging on this is very artisanal. It's very, like, this is something that I would see in France. At least I feel like I would see this in France. Granted, I've only been to France once, but anyways. That being said, A, Hall River gets, like, kudos even on the presentation and everything about it. Get some, Hall River. Exactly, which I, I believe they have. Okay, so the first one that we're going to talk about is the Millefleur Rustic Saison. It is a dry hop farmhouse style ale brewed with malted spelt. Yes. How's that spelt? Hmm. Couple fingers. Oh. The French phrase Millefleur translates into English as 1,000 flowers. Although us folks back here in North Carolina know Emile Fleur as one of the friendliest, most talkative birds in the barnyard with a salt and pepper plumage and a rather genteel disposition, our Emile Fleur is a bird of another color. It's a soft, bright saison brewed with malted spelt and dry hopped with their own blend of a thousand flowers, beautiful sriracha ace and crystal hops. And this guy is 5.8% ABV. Okay, what'd you guys think of it? Oh, yeah, I think it's <laughs> really good. Uh, very soft. This is a very soft beer, like, as, a, as opposed to dry to me. It's like very uh, nice, velvety texture, but very light in body. Very, very subtle, light in body. Subtle flavors, but I, I like it a lot. That's all I think. I have nothing else. It is a beautiful saison, crystal clear, just a very faint straw color. You get those lemony flavors that I always get from Sriracha Ace. Mm. Um, just balanced. It's I get floral notes, a little bit of pepperiness to it. Um, the malt just has just enough sweetness to to round out those other flavors. In some ways, it's a very simple beer, but in other ways, it's really complex. There's just so many things going on with it, but they all are working together. A lot of technique. It is delightful because this yeah. is super light. It would be very easy to screw up this beer, but it's absolute perfection to me. I love it. It's not something that I typically would enjoy, but I find myself agreeing with Kendall on this. It is it is quite delicious. I'm wondering if uh, there's there's... There's something to it, even though it is almost without body, I would say. It is so light. I would say, wow, there's no body to this beer whatsoever. I'm drinking air. Um, maybe not quite that bad. It's good air, though. It's delicious air. Um, I'm wondering if the spelt is is what's making it still taste delicious, and yet, I, I don't know. I'd say it's not something I see that often. Yeah, I, I mean, this to me tastes like a farmhouse session IPA. You know, if you think about session IPAs and the body and the the way the hops come through and all that sort of thing, um, that's just what comes to mind. I think it's a great beer, and yeah, I get that lemony from the sriracha, and um, they always say dill. I don't always get dill, but I definitely taste some dill in this beer from the hops as well. Yeah, that's an interesting point. Um the only other sriracha ace to me is an unsung hero in terms of hops. It um, it's got this beautiful lemon flavor to it, but it always gets sort of like pushed to the wayside. I think compared to like all the other citrus hops that are out there that people tend to use in 
almost like an overkill basis on some beers. I think um, it's just because it's a hard hop to get a hold of in quantity. So you is don't that, see it used a is lot. Is that the big issue? Okay. Part of yeah, it. Okay. Could be. I mean, I'm a home brewer, so yeah, I could find it anytime I want to. Um, the only other beer that comes to mind to me that has a lot is uh, from Brooklyn, their Sriracha Ace. Yeah. But we'll be back in just a minute to discuss more about this beer. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. So we're talking about Haw River Brewing Company and their Emile Fleur Saison. We were talking about the Sriracha Ace and actually being able to get some dill flavor out of the Sriracha Ace. Um, I'm a big fan of that hop and I really enjoy using it. But I'm going to use the term delicate a lot today in this episode because I think that is what brings out the best in these type of beers. Um, so would it, you say it's delicate? It really, <laughs> I yeah, it really is. It's delicate. Nice. It's floral. It's well balanced. <laughs> it's, I, I know it, this is going to sound really cheesy, but it just re- Visually, I'm thinking of lace. I, and I know that sounds weird, but it's just that, you know, lace is very intricate, but yet very delicate. And that's what I think of this beer. Anyways. All right. Lace. I know. I know. So we rated this beer from Haw River Brewing Company, the Mill Floor, a four. <laughs> now, moving on, we are going to go to the Regent's Rye Triple. A Belgian-style golden ale brewed with North Carolina-grown barley and rye. So, the Regent's Rye Triple is the very first test batch beer that they brewed when they opened in 2014, never intending it to become a part of the main lineup. But the public had something else in mind. So, they made the noises that people make when they're enjoying a really good beer. I'm assuming that's belching, guys? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe a little bit of that too. But um It's just a belch from the other end. Well, so Haw River listened and they started making this and mess. Well, thank you, Haw River. Yeah, exactly. It's a spicy take on a classic, proudly brewed with six row barley, which is Interesting. Six-row barley in itself. And rye that's grown right here in the state of North Carolina. Then malted just up the road by their friends from Riverbend Malt House in Asheville. And we all know that Riverbend makes some really fine malts. Because we've had some beer from there um, that has been brewed with their malts. So this one is 7.8% ABV. And um, guys, what do you think of this? Hello. <laughs> oh, are you talking to us? <laughs> uh, yeah. We just said guys. We're not sure which one of us. Yeah, I mean, you gotta to say you. a name. Oh, just okay, Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, um, pre-show we talked about this, and I, I thought this beer was fantastic. Of all the American takes on a triple i think this is as close to traditional as you're gonna get i thought it was beautiful there was that little bit of malt sweetness you pick up the candy sugar even in the aroma the low spicy pepperiness and then just tons of those classic fruity esters Um, it was just everything i want in a triple in one package and i thought it was delightful agreed i'm just gonna agree with him okay with everything that he said yeah well he's right I've been saying for a while that goldens and triples need to be the next thing. 
you know, as a, as a movement in America. And if they're all like this, yeah, I, if they're going to do them right, happen. you know, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, it's got more esters than a Sanford and Son uh, marathon. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going to take <laughs> that. I was to... But yeah, it's it, it really is um, just very old world. And, very, yeah, you know, that the taste of Belgium. Very much so. Because it's not overly complicated, right? I mean, it's it's there, but it's just what it's supposed to be. But there's enough flavors going on. I mean, there's that candy, sugary sort of ness, but the spiciness of the rye is really just getting to the sweet spot of my heart because I love me some rye whiskeys, and mm. this, I, I mean... It's just beautiful. It's beautiful. There's just enough spice, and but otherwise, it's like so clean, you, you know. And oh yeah, and that's something to me that you can't find in a lot of triples. They kind of get hung up on themselves, for lack of a better word, and it's almost overpowering. And a lot of them end up being too sweet. Yes, and these right. these should be super well attenuated beers. Exactly. There's a there's an interesting sweet sensation you're going to get from them, especially in the middle. But they should finish quite dry yeah yeah it has that like sweet sensation and then it kind of balances out with the i feel like the spiciness from the rye and the the esters as well from the yeast um and it's not too boozy either there's just no one part of this beer that's taking it over it's just all kind of coalescing well and and sort of not each equal part is shining in its own way i think yeah, true. And I, I think for somebody who has always been scared to try triples because they think it's going to be too sweet and too overpowering, trying something like this will completely change the way you think about them. Um, and, you know, obviously, if we could live out there, we would have ample supply of really good stuff. But Live where? Out there over Paul River. My phone. <laughs> my phone. No, I meant if you lived in Belgium. I oh. thought she was meaning Belgium, which is where I want to live. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Like if you're there, you're gonna it's gonna be a plethora and you're gonna have, you know, a really good opinion of a triple. But here in the States we have an almost skewed because I think here in the States a lot of our, the beer styles that come from overseas we want to amp up and make it our version of that. You know what Merca. I mean? Which isn't a bad thing. I, I'm just saying sometimes you don't sometimes have to be so bad. aggressive. Yeah. Anyways. So this beer from Haw River Brewing Company, the uh, Regent's Rye Triple, we rated a five. Boom. You don't get better than that. Now, let's move on to St. Benedict's Breakfast Double. I'm still trying to figure out why St. Benedict is upside down, but maybe that's just because I've been drinking a lot of beer. He's I just hanging out. He's hanging out, yeah. It's a Belgian-style dark ale that's brewed with coffee and oatmeal. So their St. Benedict's breakfast is a rich, layered experience of fresh coffee, roasted fig, cocoa beans, and stone fruit that'll open your eyes to something a little different, based on a more traditional Trappist-style double recipe. We mix things up a bit by adding flaked oats to introduce a smooth softness to the crisp, dry beer, then add cocoa nibs, dark Belgian chocolate, and two types of freshly roasted coffee beans from their friends at Muddy Dog Roasting Company. Ew. What a cool name for it. 
coffee Muddy shop. Dog. Muddy dog. Now, this one is 7.2% ABV. Dang. Exactly. Timmy, what do you think of this? I was a big fan of this beer. It'd be a great little uh, breakfast beer. It had, it, it's interesting, like, uh, these dark beers, um, you know, with with the Belgian yeast that just adds more, like, dark fruit character to it. Um, this one's got, it's got a lot going on. It's, the coffee is a great addition. The, the like, chocolate smoothness, I guess, from the, um, from the oats. It just kind of, I don't know, it, I said wow, and then I read the description, it said eye-opening, so I guess it fit very well. Um, this beer, I thought, something I could drink a lot of. I think the oats are what came out most for me. Like, I mean, the flavor's great, and the aroma's really good, and but I love it when people use oats to bolster the mouthfeel and smooth out the body, and, and it really works in this beer. It's just really great texture. As the last beer I talked about was very, very traditional. This is this is America-sized uh, double on this America. one. And, you know, the idea of adding coffee to a double, I never would have thought of that. I mean, yeah. so many of our coffee beers are the pretty much the English styles, you know, the browns, the porters, the stouts. stouts yeah. We want to do coffee in those beers, but we forget about some of the other great beers. And the double is you know, being already a darker beer with some of those dark chocolate, even roasted coffee flavors, perfect idea for it's kind of a natural marriage. Yeah I'd, yeah, I'd be curious now to see what it would be like in like a quad or a dark strong. Uh, put yeah. coffee in one of those, but yeah, this is is totally different. It's not traditional at all, but that's why it's beautiful. Very, very nice coffee notes on this one. I think work well with those other flavors you get out of a double. Yeah, Drew, what'd you think? The traditionalist in me wants to say no <laughs> bad where are my raisin and figs where's you know where's 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 you know my belgian stuff i'm used to but i it it really works it really does the coffee is amazing and and now that kendall said quad and coffee i'm intrigued paul river <laughs> Work get on, on that. It. Yeah, get, on, get it. on that. God, an espresso roast in that quad. Mm. Okay, okay. Let me focus. Let me focus. Let me focus. Sorry. The thing that's deceiving about this is you are not getting it on the nose. You're getting a little barnyard, but that's about it. And, I, and I'm using the word barnyard loosely because it's not like the traditional barnyard that we talk about all the time on the radio here. And then you taste it. And I mean, it's an explosion of flavor, but you're like, where the heck did this come from? I mean, yes, it's a darker beer, but you're thinking it's the beer style. So again, like my hat's off for thinking that to do this. I, I'm, I'm sorry, my mind is sort of blown by this. And the more that I drink it, the more I'm enjoying it. And I want more breweries to do something like this, you know? It's probably because they're in the very middle of nowhere in North Carolina. There's like absolutely nothing to do except dream up incredible beer combinations. Like, and drink uh, them. Yes. <laughs> so, good job. Okay. Well, enough said. So, this one, which is a St. Benedict's breakfast double that we've been talking about from Haw River Farmhouse Ales, we gave this a four. Uh, uh, uh. Now moving on to something different, which 
the labeling makes more sense to me because it's in the upright position, is the Rusted Plow Farmhouse Saison. It is a dry hopped blonde ale aged in oak fooders with bread, of course, because everyone loves a beer with bread. Our Rusted Plow Farmhouse Saison sports all kinds of bright lemongrass and spicy peppercorn in both its aroma and flavor, alongside earthy wild yeast tones and just a touch of lactic tartness. We condition this lovely rustic ale for a few months in one of our big French oak tanks called Fooders, offering up a tannic dryness and a funky baseline, after which we dry hop with bright lemony whole leaf sriracha ace hops. Oh, oh yeah. There we go again. It's a big deal. <laughs> To bring it all back together. Wow. And this gonna, is batch. You're going to get us in a pickle if you don't. Oh, <laughs> man. This is batch three that. that we're tasting today. Nice. And well this is 4.8%. I got to give Drew one of those. Give that, Drew one of those. That was good. Okay. So the color on this is like so crystal clear and beautiful. Beautiful. Anyways, what did you guys think of it? There's something interesting about this beer. I can't quite put my finger on, but it's it's almost like a cheesiness, like a, a funky cheese. And I'm wondering, you know, that that can come from aged tops, and I'm wondering if they put any aged tops in this. I'm, I'm guessing not. I mean, it might be coming from some of those wild bacteria that are that are at work in there. But um, something I, coming out of the food or something. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I get a lot of lemon. I get the tartness, but I also get something like some kind of a, of a funky cheese character going on, and I'm not sure where I'm where I'm picking that up from. For me, it's like I'm having drinking cherry cobbler with like a balsamic reduction or something. A little funkiness from the balsamic. I don't know. Maybe you're calling cheesy. I'm. That's that's what I'm getting. Okay. And then just. Uh, that's a cherry cobbler on the nose. It's really, I I very much like this beer. I, I that is that is hilarious because I'm I'm not getting cheese at or uh, cherry at all. Just not. It's nope. uh, it's weird. my brain is doing something completely different with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see I can see some of that cheese. It, there's there's a lot going on. This is a really funky beer in terms of bread, I guess, but also just in terms of funk, meaning weird, um, in a good way though. I can't quite figure it out either. Like as it warms up again, the dill kind of comes out. I think of the sriracha ace more, but there is like a bright lemony, maybe slightly lactic, like acidity in the front. And then I do get this Belgian yeast with some X factor. There might be cheese. But I don't know what it is. Like I don't get cherry, but if, if I had to say that there was a fruit there, it would almost be kind of peachy. In a way, um, okay. I can get a little apricot going. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, there's yeah, maybe and, apricot and, might be better. And I think uh, cobbler the, was the important yeah, thing to me. It's there is like that that tartness Buttery. of a mm-hmm. not overripe fruit, um, and then the lemony kind of uh, the sriracha's kind of brings that around a little bit too. You know, brightens it up. It's really cool and really interesting flavor. Oh yeah, I like it. I'm just I I can't really categorize it. I'm I'm struggling with the the words. A lot it's hard to put it in here. a box. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's yeah four point eight percent. So that's even more impressive in my opinion. And as it warms up, it's really even kind of becoming more interesting too. Well, this is 
this is interesting to me because um, another cool thing that I haven't mentioned yet about Haw River Farmhouse Ales is that on each one of their bottles, they give you some pairing advice, which I think is really cool, especially when you're dealing with these European style beers. It's not as easy as, you know, having an IPA or whatever. And um, it tells you to pair these with funky cheeses, farm fresh egg salad, fried catfish, which I thought was interesting, and then lemon chess pie. Ooh. I know. How about lemon chest pie and funky cheese at the same time with this beer? I've I've never had lemon chest pie, but that sounds interesting. I mean, I love chest pie, but just with yeah, just with a touch of lemon, I think that would be really rad. Do they have that the Sax Baja General Store? Yeah, definitely. They might or the Eddie Pub with the fried catfish. Mm. We may need to check. We're going. Yeah, we're going. We may may need to check that out. After a day of the cotton mill. Yep. But in terms of dry hopped blonde ales and that's to me that's the key here is a blonde ale i'm getting so much more out of this than what i would expect for a blonde ale does that make any sense there you go yeah go oh, pass that bottle around i'd, I'd yeah. like some more yes um sex on my pole <laughs> But as it's warmed up, it's it's even it's opened up even more. I'm getting and I am getting more cherry. Um, what is the is there an acetic quality to cherries that I'm not or n- no like he's, well he's he, I mean he said balsamic as balsamic well. and okay. cherry yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like almost yeah I could see balsamic coming almost like acetony. Yeah. Is that what I'm thinking of sometimes with some cherry beers? Yeah. Definitely. There's almost like an acetony finish, and I'm getting a bit of that. And I think that's what's reminding me of what cherries are like. Because it's not a true cherry flavor that I'm getting. It's it's just that sort of subtle one component of cherries that you're like, oh, yeah, this is cherry pie or whatever. Cherries out of a can. Yes. Cherries yes. out of a can. Like I said, like cherry cobbler. Yep. Cobbler. Cherries out of a can, buttery, flaky crust. Damn on it. Top. Don't make him say cobbler again. All right. He enjoys saying I the just cobbler. Love cobbler. Let him say Cobbler's the cobbler. Cobbler's good. Hey, I'm a, I am a fan of cobbler. Look at me. Obviously. <laughs> He's eating cobbler right now. I'm picking cobbler out of my beard from a few days ago. <laughs> That's so good. Dried cherries. Mm. Okay. It's, Crusty. That's so good. That's the acetic factor you're talking about. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. From my beard hair. But, okay. <laughs> but in terms of a blonde beer, does this hold up as a blonde ale? I think that sells it short. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I, well, that really doesn't set the expectation. When I hear farmhouse, I think so much bigger, a lot more complexity going yeah. on. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's blonde in color, but I mean, there you go. It's like I mean, a tiny piece of funky cheese in each bottle. <laughs> cheese hopped. <laughs> Dry cheesed. Dry cheesed. Yeah, that's it. Mm. <laughs> Trademark that now. Yeah. Well, I'm wondering if some of the Sriracha Ace was, you know, aged for a long period yeah, of time. Yeah, I mean, that could, could be, be doing it. Yeah. And that might, but that's really interesting. I may need to dry hop that. Well, we'll be right back after this brief interlude. Scratcherjig. Haven't done it in a while. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Sorry. Catterney at law? Yeah. Scratcher's J. Scratcherton. Okay. Sorry, we were just discussing Sip Suds and Smokes legal counsel. <laughs> Yes, and she is, yeah, Not she is. Not the feline a, you want. 
But the feline you need. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, Hooked so. Feline. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Meow. So let's reel it back in, kids. Um, so we're talking about Haw River Farmhouse Sales. And we have. Where they at again? <sighs> tell me. Uh, you tell Saxapahaw, me. North Carolina. Saxophone. Saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, so we've been talking about the rusted plow farmhouse saison, and we've been discussing the acetony cherry versus cheese effect of this beer, and it's it's just really cool and very intriguing, and I think everyone needs to try it really. And we rated this beer a four. Uh, uh, uh. Moving on, we are now going to talk about Newland's Original Belgian Oatmeal Pale. It's a Belgian-style pale ale brewed with oatmeal and lots of hops. So, it breaks the mold when it comes to the go-to pale ale that's brewed with simple malt bill and loads of late-edition floral hops. We color outside the lines a little by fermenting with a Belgian yeast strain and then adding flaked oats to soften the bitterness and build a little body in an otherwise dry, fresh pale ale. Makes sense, right? We then finish with a blend of galaxy and crystal hops to provide a bold finish to their version of an everyday pale ale. And this pale ale is 5.2%. So... Man, uh, again, this is kind of like one of the other beers. I love it when they use oats to uh, soften and round out the mouthfeel in a beer because otherwise this would be pretty thin, um, and I don't think it would carry along some of the flavors that it does. So I think the oats really give it a, a bigger platform for the the hops and the yeast and the all the different things that are going on to really kind of show themselves and, and um, give you a bigger more pleasurable experience. That sounded like a condom commercial. I mean, that's what it's all about. <laughs> wow. Wow. Condom commercials? Fuller. Oh, fuller. <laughs> Bigger. Uh, yeah. Rounder, softer. Yes, for her pleasure. So the, the nose on this is so delicate and so light. And then you take a sip and you're like, well, okay, again, where did this come from? I mean, because you get this thick, creamy mouthfeel and you get this almost explosion of hops that I wasn't expecting to get based on what I was smelling. I thought this was a really cool wit. mystery. Yeah, I was expecting like a wit or something, sure. just to be honest, on, the, on sure. the nose and then tasting. No, no, definitely not. No, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I think this is a is a great Belgian pale, and like a lot of other Belgian beers, and I've talked about this earlier, they're both simple and complex at the same time, and this one is a very simple beer, but it's so well executed that you start picking up on everything that's going on with it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It is, yeah, it's a really well-made Belgian pale, and it is simple, almost deceivingly. Um, personally, I, I don't I'm not in love with the marriage of like Belgian yeast and strong hop flavor. Um, it's just, it ain't for me, I guess. I mean, this <laughs> beer's good 
and it's well made and everything but like if i had to pick a go-to style it wouldn't be a hoppy belgian pale um especially with i mean it says american hops but it has galaxy too which is australian um i also it's a little grassy i thought hmm. um i don't know if that has to do with the yeah. I get that. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And I, I think that, um, you know, the one thing about Belgian beer styles and Belgian brewers above all other countries is that they have really developed their styles to accentuate the yeast. Like, you know, you can have a pretty clean malt bill and, and everything, and then you let the yeast do its thing, and that's the star. And that gives you 90% of what, you know, the beer is going to be. And then... And I think this beer does that, but then when you add the strong like hop flavors to it, sometimes the two dominant flavors can you know get in a slap fight and uh, trying to figure out who who's in charge and everything. I don't think it's bad in this beer though. I think uh, I think they work pretty well together for me. But I get what you're saying, even though I disagree. I think you're wrong. <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah. I respectfully no, it's disagree. Good, but. Wow. Well, not respectfully, but. <laughs> Somewhat. <laughs> Don't misconstrue. The snozberries taste like snozberries. <laughs> Slugworth. I I just thought this was you know really nice and it's a little outside the box in terms of what pails are. But again, I, I and I hate to use the word delicate, but it's delicate but very approachable. It's lacy. And it's very, it's and got v- some juicy fruit. Going. Sure, and but very quaffable too. I mean, this is something that I yeah one of I I would need a few of these. I just would. Just to just to work it out. Not that I'm a lush or anything, but yeah. I would need a few of these. Hall River might need to send us, you know, a case of beer too. So. Yeah, of all the beers we've tried, this is definitely one I could put back more than one pint. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So this one from Haw River Farmhouse Ales, the Newlands Original Belgian Oatmeal Pale, we rated this one a four. <laughs> Pretty common theme today. Solid. That it is. Okay, so now I am still amazed by the ABV on this one. So this is Sunhand's Belgian Summer Golden. Yes. Bountifully hopped, Belgian-style strong golden brewed with Carolina wildflower honey. Oh. Oh. Yes. Okay. So every summer, they brew a big batch of Sun Hands, their wonderfully hop-forward Belgian strong golden ale, to welcome the radiant sunshine and flowering trees to their little corner of the earth, where in Saxapahai, we celebrate the season of working with nearby beekeepers to source golden wildflower honey from apiaries there in their beautiful home state and then double dry hop the beer Dang. just before it goes into bottles for a big punchy aroma full of honey and flowers. This guy is 10% ABV. That this kills me. I, I there's no there's no way this is ten percent. It's crazy. I know. Yeah. Doesn't Super drink like easy. <clears throat> I know. Like this really blew me away. This the, beer would get me kicked out of the general store. Oh my gosh! Because yeah. I would be I'd be banging out about three or four bottles of this like it was nothing. Calling the place, saxophone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the new mayor of saxophone, y'all. And the thing is, is okay to smell it. Yeah, there's floral. Yeah, there's a bit of sweetness. But again, there's nothing to indicate how what's going on underneath the surface, which is 
a theme of a lot of these beers today that we've been tasting. And then you taste it and it, it really, it blew my mind. And I had to look at the bottle like three times to wrap it around my head. It's, it's just really, yeah, it's, it was weird watching her wrap that bottle around her head. <laughs> crazy. Whatever. And the color on this is absolutely stunning. The head retention on this stunning. Yeah. Well, at oh, least yeah. for some of us. Oh, mine's been, Poured a while ago, I guess. Well, <laughs> there's that. This beer is freaking awesome. Like yeah. I, I had this, and then I double checked to make sure it said ten percent, and just said, "Wow." I mean, you know, you heard me just complaining about. I can marrying. confirm. I heard him say, "Wow." He did. <laughs> yeah, he's right next to me. <laughs> actually, it. wow. Pretty much. Yeah, that was, was what it was like. Was okay. Strange, but that's okay. Out of the blue. Yeah. But I mean, you know, I was well. I was complaining before about the Belgian pale and the, the American hop flavors. I mean, I think this yeast, this is not as yeast driven and as Belgian-y necessarily. Um, but I don't know. Everything works. It It's actually really kind of citrusy maybe to me. Um, and There's some juiciness. I was, I was about to say, this might be crazy. Close your eyes, drink it, and think of like a New England IPA. And I actually and you're think there. there's some similarities. No, you're right. You're right. Um, but the honey in here is so delicate. I mean, I know, you know, there's probably a decent amount in there, but it's so delicate. It's so deceiving. It's so beautiful. Like, I, I, I mean, to me, this is like one of my favorite beers. It really is. And I need to go there every summer now and get like a caseload of it. <laughs> Just saying. Just Bring saying. me some too, please. Yeah, yeah will do. What about I mean, you, Kindall? I'll be, I'm the, maybe I think the lone descending voice on this beer. I'd, did not like it. I, I really got that alcohol, and that's a lot of wow. what I'm tasting yeah. is just that 10% alcohol on this, especially as it warms up. Um, I, I mean, it's a solid beer, and you guys all definitely enjoy it. You know, we each have our own thing, but this one wasn't for me. I think that's so interesting, like how it just shows you how if you get a group of people around the table, how different everybody's palate is, you know. True. Um, some people pick up this or that, but others don't. I mean, I can see some booze on the finish. Um, and I got that's where I get the honey yeah. in the end. What do we uh, rate this beer there, Julian? Well, so this one from Haw River Farmhouse Ales, which is the Sunhand Summer Golden, we rated a four. Uh, nice. Uh, now, last but not least, we're going to talk about the communal table beer with Brett. I like how they have a table with cheese. So, sometimes we just want a simple, beautiful beer that you can open up and share amongst a few friends without getting too much booze and all kinds of crazy ingredients. Camille is our homage to the days of sharing when well-made delicious sales with friends who enjoy great beer was the thing to do. We'll always make fun beers with black limes. Really? That's black limes. Spice bush bark or... Or choke berries, but in the meantime, we'll hope you will enjoy a little barrel fermented table beer alongside some really engaging conversation. And this one is four point four percent. God, thank God this is this, not video. This one is interesting. There is some funk going on on this one. There um, is. There, yeah, there is. And I know why there's cheese on that table on the label. Yes, um, there is, but so different. I mean, I, you can start a good conversation with this beer. <laughs> can finish one too, I'm sure. Whew. Yeah, it's it's 
don't know. Wow. There's a tang to this. Yeah, the, the, there's something different about this I just can't put my finger on, but the funk is an acetic. Noticeable. Yeah, well, almost a little acetic. Yeah, which goes with the oxidize that I was going to say. I don't know if it's like the caramel flavor or it's a little diacetyl or something, but there's, it's not, I mean, these aren't like glaringly terrible off flavors. It's a funky beer. Um, I don't know that it's for me. Okay. I would finish my glass of this, though. I mean, I would drink a pint if, if it's me. I mean, I'm just saying. I'd drink a 22-ounce bomber of this with a charcuterie plate and love every minute of it. Boom. Yeah. Oh, that would pair up nicely. Yeah. That. yeah. yeah. Those, Interesting those that you yeah. say that because some of the pairings on this are farmer's cheese and three-bean salad, a goat burger, okay. and honey and fig cake. Put some pickled okra on there. and Oh. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Some chow chow. Yeah, that's that's completely yum. Yum, 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 yum. Um, yeah. And also of note, this the bottle is in a completely different like this is what I would ex when I think of table beers, like in France, although again I've only been once, this is what I would have. The bottle is completely different than the other bottles that we have. I don't know. What do you guys call this? It's almost like a little old school elixir bottle or. Yeah. Yeah. Very generic. I think it's like to me. Boston. Yeah. Almost like it would be that. If you were to put it on television and put beer, just B-E-E-R across it, then it could just be a passable, you know, prop or something. It's like an extra large red stripe. There you go. Hey. Wow. That's yeah, man. Very good. Mm. Very good. Thank you, mom. So okay. <laughs> so this. <laughs> what was the ABV on this again? The ABV on this was only four point four percent. Wow. Yeah, I know, but there's a lot of flavor in this, considering. For a four point four percent beer, I mean, that gives you a lot of range to play around, and and if you can actually make something that has enough flavor for us to really talk about it at 4.4%. I mean, that's that's a victory in and of itself. That's how I felt about the the Rusted Plow Saison as well at 4.8. Both of those are two of the most flavorful 4% beers I've ever had. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. So this beer from Haw River Farmhouse Ales, we, um, which is the communal table beer, we rated it a three. <laughs> Though, you know, like I wonder <laughs> that we rated it like this in comparison to everything else that we've had today. You know what I mean? But I think if it's a basic table beer. It's still a three from okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> fine, fine, fine. I was higher than you guys before, so. Fine, yeah. fine, fine, yeah, fine. Always well, we don't want to. Yeah. So, a yeah. few. Okay, so. Drug Jamaica, man. That's right. Oh, yeah. A red stripe. Okay, so last minute here. In discussing and you know, and going over all of these styles that we have from Haw River, and the fact that they're in, I, I hate to say, the middle of nowhere in North Carolina. I mean, so to me, this so is awful. to me, this is really impressive that they are coming out with something that is so. I, this to me is like the epitome of France, and all the you know, and beer styles of France that one would hope that they could get to. I would go to the middle of nowhere to visit this brewery. I know. Absolutely. I yeah. know. Yeah. It's like they love Belgian yeast, Southern Hemisphere hops, and North Carolina agriculture. It's pretty but like cool. There's, there's so many of these, though, that like where it's it's like a small town little thing, but they're these beer nerds are doing Killing these it. amazing things. Yeah, yeah it's killed. great. 
Yes, and it's so traditional and so old school. Like I'm hoping that some of the brewers and and some of the family have some lineage from over there because it's just so perfect. Anyways, well, that completes our episode for today. Thank you so much for making it to the end of this episode with us. Um, Both of you. <laughs> yes, maybe all three of you. So you can catch all of our episodes online as well as on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, PRX, and Spreaker, our native media host. iTunes, Google Play, and our own Android app are the easiest ways to enjoy the show on your phone. Just search for Sip Sud Smokes on iTunes or in the Google Play Store. We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. And our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram every day at Sip Sud Smoke. And our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. Please take the time to rate this episode if you're listening online. Five stars. Hey, Kendall, why don't you tell us about your blog? My beautiful wife and I blog about the good news of good beer at beermakes3.com, also on Instagram and Facebook. Well, I want to thank everyone here at the table today. Good old boy, Dave. Hey, check me out on Instagram at good old boy, Dave, and listen to my 60-second beer reviews. Good old boy, Kendall. Thanks for being here. It was a pleasure to be here. Always drink good beer. Good old boy, Ken. Oh, oh my gosh. Good old boy, Drew. Please. Thanks for putting up with me, y'all. Oh, but of course. And good old boy, Timmy. And y'all want to go to North Carolina? I'm ready. We'll yep. be there soon. Let's do it. This is good old gal Juliana. Thank you so much for listening to us today and keep on chuggling and see you next time. production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.